Hello, millennials. Welcome back to the millennials podcast with me, Karabama Kopela. And today, our special guest comes all the way from Cape Town. He is a pastor at the Faith Point Church in Cape Town, and he is the host of the Jay Makopo podcast. So we have Jay Makopo on the podcast today, and we're going to be talking about salvation once again. And today, we want to hear his intake on what salvation. Jay, what does salvation actually mean to you? Yeah, well, salvation is, uh, you know, unmerited favor. I mean, many times people use this explanation about grace, uh, but it is mm-hmm. unmerited favor that God has given to us, His chosen, uh, to show His kindness and to show Himself to us. Uh, we are unable to earn salvation, uh, mm-hmm. but God decides out of His own accord to send His Son um, that we would trust in the work of Christ and in our faith in what he's done, we receive forgiveness and we receive um, just all the benefits of what it means to be a child of God. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense, you know, especially with the fact that you said unmerited favor because he didn't necessarily even have to send his son, but he did it out of love for us. Yeah. If I also may ask, when did you get saved? Did you get saved at like a young age or just like at a later stage? I think it's, uh, well, because my parents are pastors uh, and mm-hmm, I sort of grew mm-hmm. up in church. I okay. think anyone with that story, it fi- we find it hard to say when exactly was I saved. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, makes sense. <laughs> but I, I, I can just uh, say that my upbringing was uh, continued... Uh, understanding of who God is and my heart mm. uh, further and further submitting to who God is. Uh, so I think, um, but I can say I made it, I was prayed for and I said this, the salvation prayer, I think I was mm-hmm. maybe six, uh, but I think it is the discipleship that uh, my parents uh, were doing in my life that um, I think that has proven to be where I found salvation and found God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. since you're saying it was at a young age, um, did you like find it a bit hard to fully understand what your walk with Christ was like or what the scripture spoke about? Because, you know, I know for myself, I got saved at a very late stage and it took me a long time to fully understand and to navigate around it. So, did was that also a challenge for you or did like your parents constantly constantly make sure that you are walking down the right path with the lord yeah um i think like i said uh which i think sometimes is a thing that people uh don't sort of walk into very Mm -hmm. well is when you grow up in a christian household Uh, Mm -hmm. i think sometimes people miss discipling their children and i think that's something my parents did for me Mm -hmm. you know i grew up i was in the sunday school so you're hearing about the gospel, you're hearing about God, and they would buy DVDs, videos, mm-hmm. books. So you're, you're constantly getting the concepts uh, and the foundations. So I, I would say that was my understanding, and I understood that there's God. Jesus died for our sins. Uh, we pray for forgiveness. He forgives mm-hmm. us. He loves us. So, you know, the basics that I was able to build upon growing up. So I think I had a good understanding um, you know, praise God for that. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It was. It was like gradual. I think 
uh, with age, I understood more uh, because of just the stages of life, uh, of Sunday school, moving into uh, youth, moving into church. So all of those mm. steps helped me just develop my understanding. So I would say for anyone who's watching uh, or listening mm. um, to make sure that you are going on the the journey um it's it's not just the thing where you're gonna understand it straight away uh because mm. for me it was a journey uh so i i can just maybe relate to maybe um or i can imagine if someone starts the journey later like you're in university or you are mm. out of university and now you're trying to understand biblical concepts and you may get frustrated i would just say look uh, allow it to happen stage by stage. Don't uh, just try to understand it all. Just take your time. Uh, God is patient. And uh, I think a big part of your relationship with God is just Him walking it through with you piece by piece. Okay, that makes sense. Especially when you say it's, it is a journey. So like, okay, cool. I understand that. Did you ever find it like a bit hard to navigate in like a circular world in terms? Because I saw you also do music and you're also in a yeah. creative individual social media space. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think um, mm -hmm. in growing up, I always because I grew up in church, I always mm -hmm. had uh, a feeling that, you know, if I'm going to do music or if I'm going to use my creativity, I always felt mm -hmm. like. And another thing also, like, when I was doing music, uh, my music wasn't necessarily, like, fully loaded with the gospel message in it. It was just, like, mm. music that I felt was uh, positive and, and was pointing towards hope. Um, yeah. Now, I, I just felt like if I'm going to make music, I want to make music that people who don't know God would be able to connect to and use that as a bridge into mm. a more explicit message about Christ. Um, so I think my, I think a thing that helped me was not to divide the two. And I know that's mm -hmm. a big discussion people have. It's like um, sacred and secular. It's like the church and the world. Uh, but for me, I just give Christ. And I think uh, use anything. Uh, I think sometimes we begin to complicate our lives when we say, okay, I'm in church now, it's this ministry, okay now, but when I leave church, uh, it's another thing, uh, it's, it's not yeah. exactly the same. But if, if you have one mission and you see what you're doing in church and what you do outside of church or what you do as traditional ministry uh, but what you do whether it's creative whether it's business you see it it's all connected then your heart sort of remains the same um, you don't have to get a new concept about uh, your approach it's just hey i'm making music my music is to direct people to christ uh, whether i'm talking about love whether i'm talking about mm myself um my desire is that people get closer to god so um yeah and i think growing up as a maybe a low-key also growing up as a pastor's kid you sort of man in church you're sort of like you're different right you're sort of like that person <laughs> there. so yeah that kid there so you grow up also feeling a bit like you're not a part of everyone so i was so mm -hmm. used to 
not always being a part of the group. So when I'm in the world and I'm among people who don't understand certain things about me or who don't know what I stand for, I'm okay with it. I just be myself and uh, share what I have with them. Pretty hmm. much. You know, when you, when I listen to you now saying this, it just reminds me of how Jesus came into the world. He didn't come like uh, as a knight in shining armor. He was an ordinary mm. guy, but his life was a testimony that God is working. Just like how you're saying, you don't have to go and necessarily like now um, talk to non-believers all the time about God because they don't understand, right, initially. Yeah. But when you do your music and when you... Um, share your lyrics with all the other people your life is a testimony so they actually see god through your work you know so exactly. okay exactly. And, and, you know loki i have this this concept that i i sometimes just give people i know it's something that people should think about but mm-hmm. it's like when it comes to music we should ask ourselves or, or creativity we must ask ourselves what do we truly call gospel music right because mm-hmm. There are people who um, can sing a gospel song. Because, okay, um, I remember a time when R. Kelly was singing You Saved Me, right? Mm-hmm. Or I Believe I Can Fly. Mm-hmm. And man, listen, that was like taken as a gospel song, as wow, yeah. this is powerful. This, But the life of the person who was singing the song didn't match the words. Now, mm-hmm. there could be someone who is singing about others not necessarily like sinful things but singing like general things but their lifestyle is something that honors god then what music do do we call music gospel purely because of the words or do we call it gospel because of where the song comes from you know and i Mm -hmm. always felt like my music is gospel even though it's not preaching yeah Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that was just something that I would always think about. But as you said, yes, um, Jesus was the same. He just came as who he is. And I think if we can be ourselves, uh, Jesus used parables. Mm. Uh, you know, he, he just spoke in a way that people could understand and um, touched many lives like that. Another thing I think Jesus did was Jesus always would respond to the need. Uh, he'd give the people what they, what they their immediate need which would point, I should say this, no. Jesus gave people what they want mm-hmm. and used that to direct them to what they need. Like every time Jesus would do a miracle, it was never about the miracle. It was just to get people's attention to hear his word, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes as, as Christians, we have to know that what are we doing that meets the want of our generation? What, what are we doing that meets the want Ooh. of our friend? What do we do? That meets the want on social media. People want a certain thing. So once you've met the want, it opens the door to direct them to the need or that they may not even know that they need. So, and I think if we can just know that, and I think each person God has given uh, an ability to meet a want in the mm-hmm. world, or in our generation. We all have something. It's maybe it's business, it's creativity, academics. Um, there's something you can meet that is a want in someone's life and once you meet that want you can then continue the conversation into the need which is jesus which is salvation hmm. i never thought about that i really never thought about that but now I'm like, okay yeah. cool 
that makes sense you know before we started recording remember i mentioned that i was struggling a bit with my podcast initially but now yeah. when i hear you speaking saying that you know what we need to target the want and then redirect the people to the need which is jesus christ that's yeah. what that's the first thing that came to mind i'm like this is actually what i needed you know this is actually okay. what i needed you don't necessarily now have to like tackle the need first you just need to mm-hmm. you know talk to them on from their frame of reference from what they yeah. understand before now redirecting them to god like, yeah yeah so like even low-key like i was speaking to someone about you know uh how sort of uh, pastor mike todd like really exploded on the scene with his relationship mm. goals thing so i think literally right now there are so many shows on tv about relationships so mm-hmm. it's it's to say the gener our generation is there's some type of a want in that area of like love uh, romance dating mm-hmm. um so i think when he came out and started saying relationship goal something people want you know yeah. he 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 got people's attention and was able to direct many people to jesus by knowing what they want and then once that door's open you just give them what they need mm. That is so true. Like I can't believe it. I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> But it makes sense. It actually makes sense. Okay, yeah. so um now I'm just going to ask you because you mentioned earlier on you just gave like some advice for newly saved Christians, but what more would you say to them, especially to someone who's struggling to like strengthen their relationship with God? What yeah. tips can you give them? Um you know it, it it it's not supposed to be too um mm-hmm. what's it called uh complicated uh, it's like yeah. how they say in Sunday school read your bible mm-hmm. uh, and i would people who are starting out to look at n- more narrative stories of the bible just just to know that like each book of the bible is not written the same way some are like poetry mm. some are like history some are like narrative pieces or telling stories so i would i would um encourage people to look at the gospels first of all uh the book of john personally i would say read that um so the and then what you do is understand that the the bible is a book about god it's not a book about our lives it yes. is a book that reveals who god is so When you're reading the stories in the book of John, ask yourself, what does this story tell me about God? What is this saying about God? Who God is? What's his character? How does he move? So, read a chapter then don't just read it, try to study it and ask yourself questions about it. Like what is this saying about God? Then mm-hmm. next thing, the next question you do is once you see, okay, this is saying this is who God is. Now you say, if this is my God, what does that mean for me? And then you begin to ask yourself, okay, if this is who my God is, this is who my life is surrendered to. What does this mean about me? And then you begin to write things down about what that means for you. And then the third thing you ask yourself is, now how can I apply this? How can I live this out this week mm. or this month? Uh so I would just say that's one thing in terms of reading your Bible and in prayer use what you've read in the in the scripture to say god i remember when you healed this man when you healed the woman when you spoke this way when you, god i pray that um you would meet me in the same way god i pray you'd use me to meet someone in the same way so you pray what you've been reading in scripture as well then thirdly 
uh, I would say what you could do is definitely find a church. Um, the Bible says that uh, bad company corrupts good character, good character or or good morals. So when you're around like-minded people, um, it will always uh, be a strengthening to you. Now, there was someone in church literally who who sort of just made a mistake in my church, uh, who mm-hmm. made a mistake. Uh, and I just sat down with them and asked them, okay, who were you with? I said, and, and the person said, I asked, well, I asked, was anyone from church with you? And they were like, no, uh, it was all my friends from before. And basically, the person found themselves making steps uh, and making decisions um, that were from her old life, right? Mm. Um, and I said, you know what? Some some people feel that uh, you're being fake if you were living one way with a certain group of people. Like, oh, oh the reason why I'm not going to do this is because I'm with certain people. And some people feel like that's a wrong thing. I'm saying that's a very good thing you need to have people around you who you know if i'm with y'all i will not have a chance to do xyz so our our community our tribe our people um are also there as protection um so when you're with certain people who would not allow your life to stray or not allow you to or go certain places um, that is something that will always keep you in the right place for your faith um, and your decision to serve Christ for that seed to be planted deeply to be watered and to grow effectively so I'd say those three things are you know steps you can take thank you <laughs> thank you listeners I hope you guys heard from Jay Makopa what a wonderful conversation it was and you guys have the tips on how to strengthen your walk with God thank you so much for coming onto the platform all good thank you so much for having me